the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. I wonder if the dimwit in diapers is going to stop by at Burke's house and kiss the ring. Shorten the pants, mafia capos. You better pay your pay your dues. Pay your dues by, and you just went and you kissed the ring of the labor extortion mafia, right? And you got all the dummies there who could care less about their fellow workers. Thousands laid off in the so-called negotiations. They also don't care about the $6 billion that GM took as a line of credit with J.P. Morgan as the broker, but the government as the facilitator to give them this phony increase. And they certainly don't care that GM is a loser, bankrupt company. Doesn't exist. It's a pass-through of corruption. So people can pretend that there is a UAW and a union strong. When the fact of the matter is, the real American car manufacturers are kicking their ass. Toyota, Hyundai, and all of the ones in the South with the non-union workers. But that's okay, because what I like about when the dimwit in diapers comes here, he reminds you, slaves, that you better remember who gave you that raise. It wasn't GM. I hope you so. I hope you guys have a memory. Yeah. See, he was going to say, "I hope you SOBs have a memory," because he didn't give you that cushy payoff for nothing, and it certainly wasn't that short in the pants, phony mobster. What's his name? Sean Fain, another mobster with cleavage. Huh, fatso? Wasn't you either? It was another pass-through illusion of corruption. But this is what we get to when you get to Democrats. When you're wheeling around this dementia patient, this 80-year-old, 50-year crook of policy, the one who has been enriching himself and his loathsome, low-rent family at the cost of Americans, you kind of start to realize there are no standards for any Democrat politician in the country. They'll vote for a pickle. Well, I watched it before. I watched it as a kid. I watched it as a senator. I watch what happened in my community. Oh, oh, oh. Are you, who are you yelling? See, this is what happens when people stop slapping idiots in public. See, because you don't yell at anyone. What the hell are you even yelling about, you dimwit? Well, I watched it before. I watched it as a kid. I watched it as a senator. I watched what happened in my community. <laughs> it changed everything. What, what, what happened in your community? Which community? Because if you're not watching what's happening in these Democrat-controlled areas, It's a fracking ghetto. Everywhere is a failure. Everywhere exists on welfare. And the honest businesses, fleeing. The honest people, fleeing. And your only answer is what? You're going to tax more people? We're going to tax more people. Well, here's what you don't understand, dimwit. Some of, and most of, actual capitalism and business in this country, it's voluntary. 
And all we have to do is wait your crooked ass out. But you are crooked. And the idea you're helping people, you're not helping anybody except those very few government assets and apparatchiks. The labor extortion mafias around the country, yeah, you're paying them off. The dirty inside deal contracts, like the ones in Chicago, yeah, you deliver, dimwit. But writ large, you have the audacity to pretend that you're doing anything other than destroying the peace, tranquility, and wealth of this nation? And wages are actually going up. Not just in your industry, but wages are going up. It's a fancy way of saying is median household wealth has grown by 37% since the- Median household wealth has grown by 37%. Well, how do you figure that, stupid? When the debt per taxpayer, if the national debt, just the national debt, you morphodite, not the local skullduggery like in Dalton, another Democrat ghetto in Illinois, uh, it's $259,103 per taxpayer. The rest of your welfare leechers, if you just go by citizen, it's a hundred grand just in the national debt. So what wealth is up? Because that's a part of wealth. You see, here's how it really works. Stupid. In the real world, assets are only what exists after liabilities. See, you don't like that. And then I have to hear you pretend some sort of patriotism as you talk about the country versus the individuals who, in spite of corrupt gangster governments run by Democrat mafia short-in-the-pants members, still manage how to succeed. And you're going to pretend that the country succeeds? Is there ever anything America set its mind to as a nation that we've done together that we haven't succeeded? How about a budget? How about a balanced budget? Hey, dummy, $33 trillion. The mass majority under Democrats scourge. Some Republicans also scourge, like yourself. So that's one thing they haven't done, and that's one thing they haven't done year after year after year after year. That's what they haven't done, just one thing. Then the other thing they haven't done, is deliver on the peace and tranquility and the unalienable rights of each citizen. The only way you can get ahead is by infringing, arbitrarily destroying the quality of life and the principles of the nation. So there you go, old man. Can't even walk. Did you see him afterwards? Tried to jog. Don't jog. You don't move your arms. You don't blink. Just get to the exit sign, dummy. Not a joke. Ever. Anything. Everything. In fact, as a country, you've succeeded at nothing. It's the people in it that succeed. And once again, it's only some of the people. The people who are trapped in your Democrat ghettos, their quality of life isn't good at all. In fact, when you look at what's happening in just our very own Chicago, it isn't good at all. Tanya and Terrell, police tell us, police sources tell us that this appears to have been an attempted robbery that led to a shooting. Here's what we... That's just one. What do we get? 4,000 people shot, 3,000? Ooh, it's an improvement. There's only 2,700 shot in the city of Chicago so far. In the meantime, how does it afford the corruption? Are your tax dollars being spent responsibly? Well, a Chicagoland representative says, nope, they are not. Representative Martin McLaughlin, whose district includes Cook, Kane, McHenry, and Lake Counties, says he has been asked by voters why their tax bills have gone up 15 to 30 percent this Well, now you tell them. Because the dimwit in diapers, the traitor and thief, the asset of the Chinese Communist Party and Soviet oligarchs around the world. This low-life scumbag says all of our, our wealth has increased 37%. That's why your taxes went up, dummies. Here, while the country is experiencing skyrocketing inflation. Our government routinely collects your hardworking tax dollars for services that are not yet rendered. I've been hearing about a rainy day fund 
to keep funds for use in the future yet to be determined. And this practice is simply uncalled for when we have so much need today. Now, see, the people who Joe Biden is talking to are the useful idiots and the step and fetch slaves that will vote for a pickle or an old man with dementia or a 50 year political whore who's lived in DuPont mansions while never having a real job. The same one who will look at you with those eyes that can't blink anymore because they're shooting some sort of formaldehyde, Viagra, and Starbucks right into his eyeballs to keep him upright because he looked like he died last week. In the meantime, he's telling you you're richer. And wages are actually going up, not just in your industry, but wages are going up. It's a fancy way of saying is median household wealth has grown by 37% since... Now, the good news is anybody that would still vote for this moron doesn't know, doesn't care, and certainly can't read or think or interpret actual data. The soft underbelly of the Biden economy for two and a half years is a decline in real take-home pay. That's after inflation, after taxes. In the last quarter alone... Real hourly compensation dropped nearly 5%. In manufacturing, it dropped about 5.5%. For the past nearly two and a half years, middle-class blue-collar real wages under Biden have fallen 2.1%. Compare that to the Trump years when real wages for working folks increased 7.3%. That is a very big difference. That is the kind of difference that can determine elections all right and if you go to before COVID, the national debt was one third less it was after the american government released the greatest biological weapon known to man on mankind that they were able to break one of the best economic streaks of any presidency so in the meantime the next time you open your mouth you crooked dementia ridden old whore this is all i ever want to hear out of a democrat joe biden or any one of these rats And I want to say this to the television audience. I made my mistakes, but in all of my years of public life, I have never profited, never profited from public service. I've earned every cent. And in all of my years of public life, I have never obstructed justice. And I think, too, that I can say that in my years of public life, that I welcome this kind of examination because people have got to know whether or not their president is a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. I've earned everything I've got. President. See, Dimwit, that's how you lie to the people. Not this. I hope you said so. I hope you guys have a memory. I, I, I do. And I remember when you could form a sentence, you were just stupid and crooked. Now you're crooked and riddled with dementia and soil on the stage. 312 642 5600. Broadcasting from the petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, in the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Tax increases. Peace and tranquility. Crime on the rise. That's just some of the benefits of having a Democrat moron in control of anything. And I mean anything. Just take some little two-bit town that has always been riddled in scandal. But this particular town right now is the best example of how useful idiots will continue to always vote Democrat in Chicago, in Illinois, in Crook County. They're used to it. They like it. 
40 minutes south of Chicago, you'll find Dalton, Illinois. The median income is $24,000 a year. And yet the mayor collects more than 10 times that amount from various elected positions. And as we found, a paycheck isn't the only perk. Oh, what are some of the other perks, Squirrel? What do you, what do you, what do you think they are? And then there are the trips to Las Vegas. Yeah, baby! Mayor Henyard and other top officials traveled to Sin City in May to attend a shopping center conference. It's unclear. Shopping center conference. Oh, I want to put a shopping center where? In Dalton, where the median income is 24000 and the government has been stealing from the people since people could figure out it was its own municipality. Oh, okay. If it helped Dalton land any deals. Don't have a clue. We're all in the dark. Not only are the residents in the dark, but the trustees are also in the dark as well. I do not handle anything as relates to with credit cards. Oh, this, this genius, this Socrates, this philosopher of righteousness and principles of Chicagoans and Illinoisans and America in general. Yeah, this is the mayor. As you heard me speak today in my board meeting about, I do not handle that. Some of those charges are for you, though. No, sir. You didn't go to Las Vegas? The questions are going to get, hey, 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 moron, got your hair all done, got the fancy clothes on. I can't help but notice your purse has got some gold lettering on it. You can't figure out if you were in Vegas. Hey, moron, were you in Las Vegas? You know, dry desert, gambling, neon signs, other scum such as yourself. Were you there? What what is that? No comment. You don't know if you were in Las Vegas? Of course I do. Were you? It's not paid by them. Who's them? Hey, moron. Who's them? Where's the money come from? Boy, this is like listening to one of their economic plans, isn't it? You know what? This this particular gangster is so obvious and so stupid. We're lucky she's only the mayor of Dalton. Because with this kind of corruption and ability to speak on it, she could be vice president. Did you fly first class to Las Vegas? Any other questions? Actually, yes. The credit card records do shed some light on tax dollars spent at several restaurants near the Strip, including Cafe Hollywood and Hot and Juicy Crawfish. Oh, you got to go for the Hot and Juicy Crawfish. Why wouldn't you? And what happens when you catch these crooked Democrat mafia members? The Ed Burr trial is delayed for at least a week after a defense attorney tested positive for COVID and two others reported feeling sick. Oh, his lawyers got COVID. Now go kiss the ring, Joe Biden, because something tells me, you know, Ed Burke, something tells me you've known him for decades. Something tells me you vitalized him and you've got the exact same scams going. Only yours are actually bigger because even the loathsome, short-in-the-pants, half-assed gangster Ed Burke, who used to be on Rush Street with Viagra, a pocket full of Viagra and a $30 whore on each arm, even he wouldn't sell out to the Chinese Communist Party. But you, you're a real traitor. Carl Orland Park. Hey, Sean, big fan of the show. Thank you, babe. I'm sitting on the Stevenson right now. Gridlock traffic because of this dimwit in diapers decides to show up to Chicago for a fundraiser on the west side for the illegal immigrants. Well, I'll tell you what, Carl, just be just say a prayer, because if he duties himself, they're going to have to pull over at a gas station at a speedway, put him on one of those changing tables and take care of it. So if you're lucky, it'll just be the normal inconvenience of having an American mafia member, Democrat oligarch, ruin your 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 travel experience. Unfrickin'-believable. Love you, Sean. <laughs> Love you, too, Carl. Thank you, babe. Steve in Orland Park. 
Sean, two things. I, I hope they're true. I, I'm not sure. One is they had to fly Lunchbox Joe from Midway Airport to O'Hare Airport today. And two, he has some fund me thing going on where it costs quarter of a million to get a picture with him. I don't know if there's any truth to that, but there well, may know, be. I just thought if I'd you ask. look at through time, I think it was Ripley who perfected taking a picture with the dead. I do think it is expensive to prop them up and whatnot. But two hundred fifty thousand seems like only a number a Chicago Democrat gangster would pay, because you're going to get that money back in spades. Kid, you know how that works. You pretend to give them a campaign contribution, and the next thing you know, you get a contract to build the Jane Burn, an exit ramp that costs twice as much and took twice as much time. As the Hoover Dam in a, in, in, a, in a ghetto run, Chicago. I mean, I still love that as the prime example. But I'll tell you what, this Dalton, they're kind of catching up. In South Suburban Dalton, the economic challenges run deep. We still have areas that need trees cut, streets paved, alleys paved, sidewalks fixed. It's a lot of that going on. This roach flew herself for 4000 to Vegas and her entire posse. What do you think that trip cost, Squirrel? It cost a lot. You gotta love it. Open and notorious thievery. Chicago style. George in Naperville. Sean, in the Ten Commandments, the dying Pharaoh broke his own edict and he uttered the name Moses. If Biden showed up at the Elmhurst Cigar House, would you show some tolerance and invite him in for an espresso and a cigar in no. your lounge? No, because I'm not familiar with the commandments. You gotta remember, brother, I'm more of the the Norwegian and the Valhalla with the fighting all day, pleasing ourselves with the shield maidens all night. I'm not interested in that other stuff. Look what happened after they introduced that to Norway. Now what do they do? They make sweaters and cocoa. If it wasn't for that stuff, we'd be in control of everything. Where is it? Oh, no, I, I played that one, right? Where's the other one? Where's the unpaid bills? And a lot that's being spent, not on critical repairs, but on travel, meals, and more by many top village officials. It's an issue. It's been an issue for some time. Listen to some of the swag here, kid. This is good stuff. We're paying for stuff. And it just makes no sense. She's just doing what she wants to do. None of them do the things that we do here. We're the only ones making sure y'all streets get paid. Find ways to fix what is broken. She is Mayor Tiffany Henyard. But then they run in y'all, tell y'all this little fictitious story. Would you like to just do an interview with me? Yeah, I got you. Well, let's go. I mean, yeah. Elegant. You know, what's the graduation rate in Dalton? What's the what's the reading proficiency rate? How many kids can actually do math or basically spell it? In addition to leaving Dalton, she also serves as supervisor of Thornton Township. You make almost three hundred thousand dollars between your two elected positions. Three. (laughs) And the median income is twenty four dimes. Twenty four thousand old neighborhood. She makes three hundred dollars. Now you you on election day. Listen here. Listen here, slaves. You step up and you vote Democrat. I don't care which crook is on the ticket. You do it. You hear me? These people got money to make, trips to take, and bribery to partake in. I do not. I don't know where you got that number from. We got it from her own village and township records. These are tax dollars. So is the money being spent on village credit cards. WGN Investigates obtained copies of statements that reveal village officials have spent more than $24,000 at restaurants in just one year. So they spent at restaurants in Dalton. Where the hell could you spend that kind of money in Dalton? They spent in restaurants with the median income is of the town. Just living it up. 
including this Midlothian barbecue joint and a South Holland sub shop. Listen, can I ask you a question? Was this a Saturday Night Live skit? Is this, is this real? Is this real? How much? You know, a $5 foot long. How you spend 24 dimes, moron? I've seen the same thing and more. You name it, they've done it. Other questionable expenses include the streaming service Hulu, flights to Texas. <laughs> she put the Hulu on the village credit card. You freaking bust outs. Is that awesome? Alabama and Missouri and hotel rooms in nearby suburbs, including Madison and Elk Grove Village. Plus- oh, oh, oh. You, 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 you got a hotel room in Elk Grove Village? What were you doing there? Were you getting to Funky Town? What the hell you needed a hotel room in Elk Grove Village for? Thousands of dollars spent at a hotel in downstate Pontiac. My take is this. If they are going to something that's going to benefit the village, that's fine. Is it really fine? I still don't think it's fine. All right. Any other questions? So you're not going to answer how taxpayer dollars are being spent? That seems odd. I just answered it. What do you mean? I just answered your questions. You said you... It's almost English. It sounds like it. I mean, I think I can ascertain the the big words. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. All right, let's get this out of the way. Because I didn't talk about the the, the uh, insignificance last night, did I? No, I didn't. But well, we might as well get it out of the way. Gene in Lake Barrington. Hi, Sean. Hi, Gene. Can you hear me? I can hear you beautifully. Hi. Okay. I, would, I just thought it was odd. Uh, I watched the debate last night, and part of the discussion uh, was about TikTok and how bad it is for our kids. Yeah. And about every single ad was for TikTok. It was being advertised. Like every, about every Gene, I should have called you last night because I'm going to tell you right now, I didn't watch it live. I watched excerpts. You know what it is, Gene? I, to me, Vivek Ramaswamy, who is saying all of the things that, you know, obviously is meant to corral people like me, is just such a con man. I can't watch him live. I have to watch it where I could shut it off and swear and walk away. Uh, and the sad part is he says a lot of things I love. But it's, it's, it's when you watch Nikki Haley, who is the, the favorite of the establishment, when you listen to the, the moderators who are responsible for exactly this dimwit in diapers, Joe Biden, and the, and the culture of corruption that's acceptable throughout the country, I, I, I can't watch it live. So I give you a lot of credit. Uh, I understand viewership was down. Now, if you had to go back in time, would you burn two hours? Uh, no. <laughs> All right. See, Gene, I knew I made the right decision, and you just made me feel good about it. As far as TikTok, listen, China China is in bed with our government. They own the president of the United States. They own very strategic congressmen, and they own very strategic senators. And they certainly are going to be going to have a, a fast track to advertising. And they're going to get certain special deals, and they're going to hit the mark, because most of the people are still dumb enough to think the Democrats are a political party rather than a political mafia. And that's the case, right? So I'm also on the same vein. I'm about freedom, right? And freedom of choice. So do I want to ban? These are very interesting questions. But the other question is, why should the people not be paid for data? You know, I hate to accept the argument on the premise that the Silicon Valley oligarchs give us. Oh, well, well, China's bad because they have your data. Well, an American company's good because it has my data. Why am I not paid for my data? You know, this is something that's very interesting to me. 
You should be paying me for my data. You know, in this country, I, me, I'm my property rights. The result of my labor, my intellect, it's all my property rights. But yet, through the innovation of cell phones, somehow I've given that away, and this thing called apps. I think there's a massive lawsuit brewing. I just think there has to be a couple of very smart attorneys that understand the principles of American property rights. And sadly, there's too many Democrat attorneys to do so. But we'll see what happens. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, thanks for the comments. Thank you, Gene. (laughs) Thanks for for watching. So I didn't. Gene is going to be the official debate watcher because they're going to continue to have these propaganda things, and I'm going to continue to not watch them. Eduardo, Tampa Bay. Yeah, well, none of these media people are like Tim Russert. But, you know, President Biden, he should have stayed at the Salinas Hotel. They're letting those workers go because they want to put in the homeless and the migrants. So come on, Joe. Be an example. Good example. Eduardo, Eduardo, you understand what's going on here. You know, you, you've got how many how many cities and, and, and states, for that matter, where illegal aliens are permitted to vote. And then they, they tell you, ooh, but they can't vote in the federal. Well, who watches it? Democrats. You still haven't cleared up the questions I have about the 81 million so-called human beings that voted for this dimwit in diapers that can't figure out how to get out of a room without an Andy Frame. So... You know, call me silly. I'm not going to get too excited about the next election or the debates because to me, it's the same as El Salvador or Mexico. To me, the cartels of corruption run the government, and I'm not going to get too excited about it. I'm just going to continue to articulate that each one of my listeners and the good people go to good areas because states like this one will abuse you till you can't take it. Now, look at you, Eduardo. You used to be from Midway. You are right. in Tampa Bay, and now I, I don't Thank know God. you. I never talked to you. Do you regret it for one minute of any day? No, I'm very happy here. I'm glad I relocated. There you go, brother. That's all I'm trying to do, one at a time. Because what happens when you stay in these Democrat ghettos? You're made fun of not just by the Democrats who loathe you. You're made fun of by the Illinois Republicans who laugh at you. You see, the argument isn't Democrats and Republicans. It's Fabian collectivists, Fabian government supremacists calling themselves Republicans versus the Marxist mafia ones admitting that the Democrat Party is a Marxist mafia. It's highly unethical and frankly, it amounts to an unbelievable fiscal malpractice. The representative says he is pushing for a new state office of fiscal responsibility and reform. That- That's a mistake. A new office. Well, how many offices we have? Does that mean I still have to keep Maria Pappas dressed like Liberace to tell me that I'm not paying property taxes on my ad valorem value of my asset, but because there's 900 crooked governments in this country, I mean in this state, excuse me, that, that now that has to be paid for by the idiots who are dumb enough to own property in them? Wouldn't answer about Las Vegas. You asked me a question and I responded. So yeah. now, now she means asks, but just stay along. It's going to get even more interesting and a little confusing. Any other questions you yes. may have? They may have signed up for a conference, but they never bring anything back. So we have no idea why they go. <laughs> hey, hey, moron. In between your shopping sprees and your whorehouses and whatever it is you freaks are doing in, in Vegas, could you pick up a brochure? Could you have somebody even sign a document that says, yes, we talked about opening a shopping center in Dalton, but we have an IQ over 60 and we would never open up a capitalist orientated entity in a communist run city, state, county and country. 
go to these trips. Remember, we mentioned Henyard was also supervisor at Thornton Township. WGN Investigates obtained copies of that agency's credit card statements as well. They show township taxpayers also spent money on the Vegas trip on everything from steak dinners to hotels and $3,741 just on Henyard's round-trip flight. Right. I should have to sit up here and break all this down. Now, if anybody should be sitting in the row 36 on Spirit, it's this dummy. When trustees refused to pay a big block of bills this week, the mayor accused them of putting vital city services in jeopardy. By the way, that's no slight on Spirit. I fly it off and I just choose row one. We need receipts to understand what's going on. We couldn't help but notice the red hat perched in front of Mayor Henyard throughout the meeting. But do you know, Squirrel, when I buy my ticket, I pay for it. You don't pay for it. People who own property don't pay for it. I pay for it. Not like this cheap whore. Where do you think she was eating? She had a hat, which I guess is going to be representative of a company that's thinking about coming to Dalton. See, that's how it normally would work, but it could be she just likes the hat. It's from the Bubba Gump Shrimp Company, which, by the way, was apparently a stop on the Vegas trip. $303 billed to Thornton Township taxpayers. $303 at Bubba Gump? Don't they have all-you-can-eat pretend fish for like a fin? Where the hell are you eating there, Fetzo? We just feel lost, and we just want the powers that be uh, to step in and say, hey, you know. See, this is the problem. What do you mean the powers that be, honey? You are the power. You are the resident. You and your neighbors elected this idiot. And every other Democrat that's destroyed the peace and tranquility of what could have been a decent place to live. You're the blame for this. She's just the one with the testicle fortitude to steal out in the open. You know, like a Democrat. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. That's why you get a hotel room in Elk Grove Village, squirrel. The funky cold Medina. How far is Dalton from Elk Grove Village? Something's got to give. Is, is there anybody else? I just want to be clear. Anybody else after that? That's it. That's it. We sought specifics from Dalton and Thornton Township about these credit card charges, expenses, and how they benefited taxpayers. But the rules are there are no rules. Now, all you half-assed wannabe gangsters, you corrupt whores in on the scam, pony up. The Dimwood and Diapers is in town. Uh, Glenn, Oakbrook. Hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. I'm just wondering with the big uh, Illinois Department of Unemployment Insurance fraud in the billions... <laughs> Did the mayor of Dalton happen to get a check for that too? They wouldn't be, wouldn't that be great? Is Dalton the same community? I can't remember the one with the community with the where where they had like uh, uh, sixty five PPP loans go to the police department because they were all in on the on the PPP scams. Or was that just Cook County uh, uh, in the in the city of Chicago, the judicial building? You remember that scam? You gotta love it. Yeah. I don't- I don't remember it, but I do know a lot of prisoners got unemployment insurance checks. So well, I'll tell you what, Glenn, it's not like they don't know how to live. You go into Bubba Gump Shrimp, man. Let's just have it up. Crawfish, all you can eat. We'll spend $300 there. How do you spend $300 at Bubba Gump Shrimp? you got to break something. She had to break that lobster tank. Thank you very much, Glenn. $303. $5 foot long. You spent 12000 in the joint. You're doing great, honey. 
Must be one of them schemes. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how you doing tonight? Did you ever go to Bubba Gump? I remember after Forrest Gump, the kids were little. I, I took them in there. I, I, I almost threw up midway through the meal. Never went back, but go ahead. <laughs> Sean, what I wanted to say, what does it say about the country when the Democrats' most important uh, issues are not uh, securing the border, the high interest rates and inflation? You know, Rich, and, I, I, I mean, I'm going to ask you something now. I, you know I love you. Yeah. And I love you. I say yeah. this loving. What are you, soft in the head? Are you soft in the head? You call every day with the, oh, why aren't the Democrats? Doing? You can't figure out. Listen, brother, this is no, a no, mafia. This out. is a mafia, Mo. This I is you're, the guy you. at the head of the mafia. Joe Biden has we, been paid $1.5 billion by communists. And you're asking me why they don't do this? What are you, soft? Are you soft? No, I'm not soft. Right. What I want to know is, is the uh, the main issues are uh, are just to give uh, women the right to uh, kill babies and to smoke. No, the main issue the is to issue. put up a false virtue, a shield of an of a, of a nuance to hide the money theft that is our government in a bipartisan I way. I understand oh. that, John, but they're. But they're giving the they're giving these people ammo to, to vote for these Democrats. By by the only them. people that vote for Democrats, there are only two. The only two kinds: people who are in the mafia and benefit directly, and people who are too stupid to know it is one. That's it. So please don't call. Why aren't they American? Come on, man. I mean, just if you were a Democrat in the Kennedy years and you're still voting for Democrats, you're stupid. If you're in on the scam and you make your sustenance of your lifestyle so you can go to Bubba Gump Shrimp from the scams and corruption in government, now you're in on it. Simple. This is not hard. Is this hard, Ralph and Rantoul? No, Sean, it, it's not hard. It's pathetic, but it's not hard. And, um, and hey, until, until people realize the word Democrat is synonymous with corruption, we are never going to win because what they have is that Kantian, Marxist, utopian promise of just hang on. They're selling false hope to fools and they're guaranteeing corruption to their inside culprits. It's the perfect right. scam. You know, our, so, our, our socialism will work better than all the other failures that have always happened. Hey, just remember, Sean, that uh, our diaper in chief there, he puts the dem in dementia. I like that. I like that a lot. Do you know? You know what really upsets me, Ralph, is when guys, um, when guys knowingly, yeah, that's true. But when guys knowingly write a check to these scumbags, I swear to God that that, that, that infuriates me. And it works both ways. Believe me, if you write a check to to, to Romney, what's her name, Rana, Rona, whatever, you write a check Ron, to the yeah, Rana to, McDaniel yeah. to, to the GOP. You're just as bad as the scumbags writing the check to the dimwit in diapers. Oh, oh yeah, you're. Yeah. yeah, you're a total chump. You know, yeah. you're a total chump. And you know the the the, the thing about uh, the the voters, right? Is that all these? I get a kick out of it when I see it on the on the the news feed about people in Chicago outraged, outraged. I'm telling you about uh, <laughs> illegal immigrant people yeah. being, you yeah. know, pushed into their neighborhoods. I'm like, look, you morons! You They're- voted for all the crooked people that are well, doing this to you if you're so stupid. Well, like, the joy that fuck. I get, the joy that I get is it's funny to watch the outrage of realizing now you're not the chosen class. 
Now you're not the chosen people. Now imagine, now now maybe we can give them an an instance into our pain. Now imagine to them, imagine if you were actually paying more taxes than you were getting benefits, how you'd feel. It's almost like they're saying, wait a minute. I voted for you, and I'm still getting screwed? Where's my entitlement? <laughs> yeah, that's great. Thank you very much, Ralph and Rantoul. We'll be back. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. So now, as you know... I have 380 pounds of free legal advice, but he's a neighborhood guy like me. He hasn't mastered the art and science of relationships. When it comes to that, I want to go to a lawyer who has mastered the art and science of relationships. In fact, he has written a book called Hit It Off, 21 Rules for Mastering the Art and Science of Relationships in Life and Business. He's a senior partner with a major law firm in Chicago, serial entrepreneur and investor, Founder of Intense Coaching and Consulting Worldwide, he is Joe Procato. Joe, how are you, Counselor? Sean, great to be here tonight. How are you? Very good. You know, I like to have you on, especially after I, uh, you know, ex- display the fact that I have never mastered the art and science of relationships. As I just told a longtime listener who I love to death, you know, I ask him if you're soft in the head, but for my neighborhood, that's a compliment. You know what I mean? Uh, exactly. When it comes to soft in the head. Joe Biden is meeting with Xi Jinping. Now, here's my problem. I wanted to consult with you on this. Hmm. Strategic or bust? I have to enter that premise of that question from the fact of somebody who doesn't know the score and realize that no one is going to give a son, partners, billions of dollars without having a relationship of collusion and corruption. So let's say I didn't know that, and I was just your uh, average moron who watched sports on the weekends. Uh... What's the upside? What's the strategy if you're pretending this isn't a relationship of pimp and whore? Well, I think that he needs to understand before he goes into a meeting with G that, um, you know, we are a country of non-negotiables in certain circumstances. And he has to firmly believe in what this country stands for and enter that meeting showing confidence. Um, science shows that when you walk into a situation and you're confident, you're most compelling. And when you do that, you command respect, uh, whether it's Joe Biden or any other political leader that we have. You have to walk in, demand respect, and then people will then have a level playing field on which to have a negotiation and strike a deal. So, I mean, you know, you know, this has to be um and I agree with, listen, I agree with the premises. If, in fact, the meeting were taking place and this was something that, that was uh, new and just happening. But I mean this in a bipartisan fashion. I also feel the same way about the the Republican leadership in the Senate, Mitch McConnell, who is married to a shipping heiress, whose father is part of the Chinese Communist Party. And I like to do research, right? I investigate things. So I go and look back at what his shipping company was prior to his daughter marrying Mitch McConnell versus now. So the problem I have in this kind of scenario is that when you and I were kids, because we're roughly the same age, give or take, when you and I were kids, the country, in a bipartisan fashion, had an objective 
of patriotism and the best outcome for the country. When you look writ large now and you look at both political parties and you realize the Chinese Communist Party is gaining strength influence they are sponsoring congressmen and senators and they're now even breaking it down to specific states and they have labs in california that are bio labs they have labs in montana and they have are buying farmland is there any more of that naivete do they in other in other words what i'm asking you in, in, a, in a long way is do our politicians now deserve the benefit of the doubt or should the American people say, listen, enough is enough, and we're going to tell you what the rules are rather than you tell us what the rules are? Well, one of the great things about you, Sean, is you apply critical thinking to a lot of the issues that you talk about. And that's what our politicians need to be doing. You know, are, you, are they carefully assessing? You said you do research. Are they carefully assessing the situation? And, you know, we as voters, frankly, need to hold our politicians to a higher standard. And frankly, I think that is critical thinking. And I don't believe I've never heard the words critical thinking applied to politics. I never hear a politician talking about those two words. And I think we need to evaluate this meeting coming up with Biden and Xi. We need to evaluate every decision that a politician makes um, under the the rubric of critical thinking and, frankly, put them to the test. And if we can't do that as the electorate, then shame on us. You know, what's interesting when I when I you know, you you live in Chicago, you succeed in Chicago. and, And so do many dear friends of mine who are lawyers as well. And as a kid, I grew up in Melrose Park. Listen, 90% of the people were Democrats. You know, it's just the way it was. I think my eyes were opened as I matured and understood the way in which the so-called politics worked. I walked around with a certain arrogance thinking, if you're a lawyer, you love the idea of American law. After all, it's unique. It is the law of the citizen. It is the law of the shield versus the spear. Arguably one of three countries that even say that out loud. And I thought there would be a time when enough people who had gone along to get along stood up because it was against the principle. And they personally had made enough money. Lawyers had been become wealthy. You know, when you're from Monroe's Park, if a guy made $800 a week, he was rich. And, 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 and I think I'm just disenfranchised now when you see such, such smart people who've made millions and they still go along to get along. Are you are you sometimes discouraged when you realize, you know, everybody knew what Ed Burke was. Everybody knows what these half-ass gangsters are. Now, granted, they have a law degree, but it, doesn't that offend a lot of lawyers on principle, the ones that worked hard to be lawyers? Well, of course. And, you know, I think that the kind of the implication of the, the theme of the question, really, this topic is, around respect. You know, we grew up, I grew up in Berwyn, you know, not, not, not too different from Elmer's no, Park. And, same thing. You know, same thing. Up, the shirts were just had shorter sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> we couldn't, we couldn't afford longer sleeves, but you know, we, we, we grew up uh, learning about respect and, and people may have had different uh, perspectives on, on different things. And uh, we, we, we disagreed. Uh, we, we, we then went out and we grabbed a beer. Um, and, and that's basically the way I grew up, 
And I had plenty of friends who I didn't agree with, and they're still friends to this day. It's not about agreeing or disagreeing. It's about valuing another human being. And frankly, having the ability to effectively communicate. We've lost the art of effective communication, and that's why my book, Hit It Off, I believe has 21 rules that we can play by in terms of how do we get along with people, not only in our life, but in business. And frankly, uh, our political leaders need to read the book because it could be a guidebook, a tool book for them to really harness and get the most out of their position while they're in office. I'm wondering how you think um, you can possibly turn around the, the, the climate, the business climate, because the reality is, Joe, if you had a client, he was paying you for your advice. And he said, Joe, listen, you're licensed in, in, in Chicago. You practice in Chicago, and I want to open up a restaurant in Chicago, and I want a bar, and I want all this. Or or mm-hmm. you're also licensed in, let's just say, a hypothetical Tennessee. And um, I, I, I want to open up, knowing that you're his lawyer, he's employed you, and you've paid him. You, like so many others, are going to have to tell the guy, look, you're not going to want to open up in Chicago. It's chaos right now, and you're not going to want to open up. The business is different, and ultimately, what I've seen through my experience is your costs are going to continue to go on the rise, and your profit margins will go lower. You'd probably do better in Tennessee. So now that we've reached this plateau where it's undeniable, and the businesses are fleeing legendary businesses, and you know businesses as much as I do, 30, 40 years gone, do you think now they have to make an example out of crooked mayors in Dalton and and con artists who are shaking down businesses pretending to be part of the government. Do you think now it's time to have real examples and people do some real time? Well, again, it's about holding our politicians and our business leaders to a higher standard. And frankly, as the electorate, we've let it get out of control. We have not been able to organize properly our thoughts and implement any objections to what's going on in a very civilized way. People now resort to communication with violence, incivility, disrespect, etc. And that's really not becoming of our democracy, not becoming of our business world. Mm. So we really can't hope it's going to take a minute to turn the ship around. And we have to make sure we have the right people in the right positions, whether it's in politics or in business, etc. And that's really how we're going to affect change. Is it going to happen overnight? Absolutely not. Is it going to happen at some point if we have faith and we're implementing a higher standard and holding people to a higher standard? Then we have as good of a chance as any. We just can't give up the fight. Oh, I love that. And listen, you're the kind of guy I hope that uh, my kids bring home for a husband. I love it. But the reality is when I look at those old videos of the Jewish people getting put into the train cars, I say, boy, look at how polite they were. And that's the problem I have, right? Because I grew up where I'm not going to politely go into servitude or slavery. And I just have to learn, all right, look, uh, there's a time for hope and there's a time for action. And I'm wondering in, in, in Chicago specifically, because I love the city, spent the bulk of my life there, right? Made money there, went out there, enjoyed stuff, used to go to dinner. And you watch the chaos and the calamity and the way it's devolved into a third world area. And I'm, I'm hoping ultimately there will be good people like you and lawyers and, and doctors and, and, and people of character that say, okay, we're going to have to stand up for principles and we're going to have to figure out a way to put the guys who made these decisions into an uncomfortable position rather than we the good people be uncomfortable, and that's all. I, I I do think it can happen, and I'm hoping there's enough good guys that want it to change that are willing to uh, figure out a way because the, the way we've been going about it is, to me, sticking the fork in the, in the outlet and hoping something different changes. 
Well, that's exactly right. And we have to shine a light on things and, frankly, challenge our leaders to explain why they're doing the things they're doing. And, frankly, if they can't support um, what they're doing properly, then they should be voted out of office. We have to observe. Do they have the skills to effectively communicate with their opponents, their constituents, other mm-hmm. people they're trying to strike deals with. If they don't, they should be out. You have to have effective communication skills. Second, are they accurately assessing and carefully assessing information? Have they consulted the research? Have they talked to the experts? If they can't explain that they've done that, they should be voted out of office. They come into a situation, they're not being objective. They're coming into a negotiation or situation, making a decision about a political issue with a predetermined judgment or a predetermined bias. That's not the way to get deals done. You have to get them out of office. It's up to us as the electorate to do that. And if we don't do that, then again, shame on us. What were you thinking? Because I know I know the kind of record you have. I know that you're not just an investor. You're also an entrepreneur and you understand the businesses and what it takes to go in there. But me, as somebody who was looking at this ridiculous deal where they rented this corner lot for $91,000 a month, 91000 a month for an empty piece of dirt. I'm doing the math in my head. 7% cap, $16 million. Were you as as just in awe and disgust of the open backdoor deal that was as I am, or is there some bright spot I'm missing? Again, any. Um, <laughs> I'm putting you on the grill, kid. I don't want you to lose business, but this to me is outrageous. No. And I was waiting for the honest lawyers to say, "Come on, you can't ninety one thousand a month for an empty lot that has never had a phase one, a phase two, a phase three, nothing." Well, any injustice in, in the world needs to be exposed. Um, you know, I haven't done the, the proper diligence on this to opine uh, 100%. But in any event, um, and I do a lot of real estate, um, but the bottom line is you know, you have to make sure that deals make sense because if they don't, then you have an imbalance in the system and it will eventually come apart at the seams. So it's very important that we expose any injustice that we see, bring it to light, and hold people accountable, vote them out of office or vote them out of their positions, whatever position we're talking about, and make sure we have the right people in the positions. We have one of the best, if not the very best systems of our economic system, our political system in the world. We can't conflate bad people in these positions to reflect the systems. We have a great system. We have to make sure we have the right people in that system. So now Melrose Park had a pool hall. I don't know. Did Berwyn have a pool hall? We had one pool table and a bunch of degenerates playing cards in the back. Did you have one? Well, we had a couple pools. We had a lot of halls that we walked down. But um, I don't know. I have to go back. Now, one of my favorite expressions from the old wise guys when this kind of skullduggery would be taking place is the guy would lean over and whisper, hey, cut me in or cut it out. Did you have that expression, too? (laughs) <laughs> I have never heard expression in my life, but right. it's kind of funny. Take that one to the alderman. Thank you very much. He is Joe Procato. I appreciate you making time for me. Sean, you're the best. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you. We'll be back with your calls and comments. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. $91,000 a month. Are you going to love this piece of land? It's absolutely phenomenal. It's got southern exposure, western exposure, eastern exposure, northern exposure. Because it's empty. $91,000 a month. Now that's only something that could really get cut in a true ghetto of corruption. Chicago. What happens when it's writ large? You got a dimwit. Somebody who clearly could never get a job doing anything. 
Joe Biden couldn't drive Lyft. He couldn't work at a 7-Eleven. He can't do anything. Can't even get off the stage. Not only that, we have evidence, prima facie evidence, checks from communists, agreements that he bragged about in foreign policy, open and notorious corruption. And there he is running, running. He's 80 years old. He walks like he got kicked in the head by a horse two days ago. You're going to be the president? And who's going to take his place? The scallywag Democrat from California or the portly punchline Pritzker? Which one one is going to take the place? And when you realize the debate last night of who, the Republicans? You realize they got us just where they want us. Heads they win, tails we lose. That's exactly the game. In America. And now I'm supposed to pretend that the last election was legit? You've never addressed the concerns. Never addressed the concerns. And who is the reason the concerns were not addressed? What party specifically is responsible for never addressing the very concerns and questions all of us had over the fact you shut the countdown, then all of a sudden the dimwit in diapers is president? The Republicans, the establishment Republicans. And when it comes to establishment Republicans, we have a victory. That victory isn't in the candidates you saw last night, in my opinion. The victory isn't even in the fact that we're going to stick the fork in the light socket and pretend they're not going to cheat whoever again. They're going to cheat again. The victory is in the House of Representatives. You see, for once in the last 40 decades, we have a speaker that is not embraced by the Republican scum. We have people in important positions who are not embraced by the Republican scum. How do I know this, Squirrel? Well, I hear, I listen to the Republican scum. Matt Gates, you've been mentioning a lot. How much would the Republican Party benefit if you were no longer a member of the House, in your opinion? Oh, tremendously. I mean, people have to earn the right to be here. And um, I just think from... I mean, he'll admit to you personally. Now, that, that's interesting. What do you mean, earn the right to be here? Here's how, here's how a republic works, you political whore. He earned it because the people in his district voted for him. Now, when you say he earned it, you know, that, that's going to get by a lot of people. They're not going to focus on that. What he means is he earned the upper echelon of the representatives because the way the system and our republic has been bastardized and nullified, isn't because of the mafia calling themselves the Democrats. It's because the Republicans say that expression I was just talking about with Joe Bracato. Cut me in or cut it out. And Mike Johnson never really uttered those words to the Leviathan of corruption, the Boehner boys. So now listen to the last of the Boehner boys, hopefully, although I'm sure they're lurking out there. Adam Kinzinger was a bit was a Bonner Boehner boy, wasn't he? Adam Kinzinger, who wanted to get a job, whose girlfriend worked for who? Mike Pence? Adam Kinzinger wanted a job. Now he's a never-Trumper. Him and the Democrats and all the other never-Trumper scum, they like this culture of corruption, and they're going to fight tirelessly to keep it in power. The good news is Kevin McCarthy is done. His only option now, go to K Street like Adam Kinzinger and become a pimp to the who you are. He doesn't have a conservative bent in his philosophy um, and just the nature of what he focuses on. Do you think the House GOP should consider expelling him? 
Look, that, that's up to the conference, but I mean, I don't believe the conference would ever heal if there's no consequences for the action. What about them surprised you, Burchett and Mace? It just, it, what do you mean consequences for the action? You mean throwing your crooked, useless, go-along-to-get-along, omnibus voting, rubber stamp to Biden corruption ass on the street? Is that what you mean? See, what will happen, Kevin, footnote Kevin, is that you will be a footnote to the culture of corruption in the future. Your name will be synonymous with useless step-and-fetch corporatist Republicans. It'll be next to Romney's. Oh, both the niece and the uncle. It seemed out of nature, but they, they seem to have changed during the time. They care a lot about press, not about policy. And so they, they seem to just want the press and the mm-hmm. personality. Do you think Mace will have a difficult time winning re-election now? Yeah, I don't. Well, not because of this. I mean, if you've watched her, just her philosophy and the flip-flopping. Um, uh, yeah. What's interesting about this is that Kevin McCarthy did nothing, achieved nothing. And all of the phony bills that the establishment says he he passed, anything that was to benefit the shrinking of government, the power back to the people, was vetoed or not signed or nullified in the Senate. So his achievements are like Joe Biden's success. Imaginary. Just empty words of a blowhard politician. Self-enriching. What's Kevin McCarthy's net worth? What is it after he became speaker? I, I don't believe she wins re-election. I don't think she'll probably have earned the right to get re-elected. Right. I think that you look at the district herself, yeah. He doesn't know my state, he doesn't know my district, and he doesn't represent the people that I represent. And I'm more popular today in my district than I ever have been. So because, of, because of that vote to oust him? Well, I just say because I am an independent voice. And this was a guy who lied all the time, like every day. I mean, he told uh, conservatives he was absolutely going to impeach Joe Biden. Two hours later, the same day, he told moderates that he would never impeach Joe Biden. A guy like that can't lead our country. And we've moved on to a much better speaker who's honest and trustworthy and is and is going to tell the truth. He's angry, and, and I'm sure he'll be angry for the rest of his life. His life doesn't mean anything. In fact, an elected representative to Congress whose achievements are nothing, and he's been there since he worked for another corrupt congressman at the nucleus of the scandal called Rubbergate, where he used to bounce checks and we used to pay it off. Kevin McCarthy will go down as a failure, as he should. That's if we can save the country. But as you look at these notable frauds running, it's going to be hard to see a a change in the trajectory. Now, I understand I'm supposed to pretend that Vivek Ramaswamy is not a pump-and-dump, scandal-ridden CEO of a phony Big pharma company, wannabe big pharma company, but he is. So I guess I'll go along to get along and we'll get excited about a guy who's clearly a stalking horse. Party here, and I am upset about what happened last night. We've become a party of losers at the end of the day. Is it? No, no. Oh, boy, that fries me. That fries me. You see, this is the more of the, I'm a Republican. There are Democrats. What will save this country are people like me and you who will no longer affiliate with parties. There are people, you know, every, everyone gets mad. Not every Democrat. Fine. Then the ones who are not corrupt, don't call yourself a Democrat. Just like the Palestinians who are not terrorists, stop calling yourself Hamas. Cancer, the Republican establishment. Let's speak the truth. I mean, since Ronna McDaniel took over as chairwoman of the RNC in 2017, we have lost 2018, 2020, 
2022, no red wave that never came. We got trounced last night in 2023. And I think that we have to have accountability in our party. For that matter, Rob- No, no, no. See, Vivek, the accountability is, is, is the failure was the goal. Now they'll raise money. And just like you're doing, the goal is to raise money. Now, what you should be doing and what people ultimately will have to do, whether it's today or tomorrow or next year or next millennium, is break away from this corrupt oligarch system and stop calling themselves Republicans. That's where this is going to lead. Because you mark my words, Donald Trump will be frozen out. And by the way, more people listen to his speech than watch this debate last night. If you want to come on stage tonight, you want to look the GOP voters in the eye and tell them you resign, I will turn over my yield my time to you. And frankly, look, the people there cheering for losing in the Republican Party. Think about who's moderating this debate. This should be Tucker Carlson, Joe Rogan, and Elon Musk. We'd have 10 times the viewership asking questions that GOP primary voters actually care about and bringing more people into our party. You think the Democrats, and we've got Christian Welker here, you think the Democrats would actually hire Greg Gutfeld to host a Democratic debate? They wouldn't do it. And so the fact of the matter is, I mean, Christian, I'm going to use this time because this is actually about you in the media and the corrupt media establishment. Ask you the Trump-Russia collusion hoax that you pushed on this network for years. Was that real or was that Hillary Clinton made up disinformation? Answer the question. Go. Mr. Ross. Aside from that, and by the way, it's great. I mean, I really, I love the way you lie to me. I absolutely do, Vivek. You're, you're phenomenal at it. But the reality is, what? What is the cost paid for the media lying to us? Not just about that. Not just about that, which is obviously a lie. Obviously cooked up and paid for by somebody else. The other question is, what was the ramification for the media covering up for the biological weapon called COVID, covering up for the fraud on the American people called the vaccine, warp speed, the trillion dollars spent, and the cover up of the side effects? Of both, of both the side effects of COVID shutting down the life, the, the massive increase in people who are now suffering from depression and loss of businesses and the rest of it. And now the media, you're going to come and give us false hope. We do not have a media. We do not have political parties. We have tent carnival gypsies selling you false hope and, addre- and never addressing the past scams. That paid for the tents. And we're going to defeat crooked Joe Biden and we are going to make America great again. That would be nice, wouldn't it? I hope he's right. The problem is I don't see him staying out of jail because this crooked justice system in these Democrat strongholds, they're going to destroy the guy. And they already really have. I mean, if it wasn't for people giving him money, he'd be in a pickle. Greg and LaGrange. How's it going, Sean? Good. Well, I, I agree with you. Um, I, I, the thing that confuses me about Ramaswamy is that nobody's throwing those allegations in his face about his pharma company. Yeah, um, I can't get over it. I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Uh, I, 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 I trust your, you know, your judgment, but uh, I don't call myself a Republican. But we are at an inflection point in this nation, yeah. and we're going to have to choose the lesser of two evils coming up. I firmly believe, like you do. That uh, you know, 45, President Trump will not be on some ballots in some states. And there's a very good chance he may end up in jail. Um, 
You don't have to choose the lesser of two evils at this point, Greg, and I'll tell you what I mean. Squirrel asked me a question before the show ever started. Him and his friend were talking, and he asked me, did you vote for Mitt Romney in 2012? And you know my you know my answer, and you know you know the answer because you instinctively know me. The answer is no. No. I'm not gonna dirty my shoes playing that game anymore. I haven't since I was, I don't know, thirty. The lesser of two evil. I'm not gonna waste my time. And the reality is well, I will not think- I will not partake in my own demise. I won't help what? the Leviathan crush me. Let me let me play devil's advocate. All right. If 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 you knew that more people like you and your audience and basically the WIND audience would not vote, and that helps usher in another term of what we have now, and possibly leads to a House rollover to the Democrats again, and the Senate, at a minimum, staying where it's at or being lost. What does that gain us? Well, this is the thing. This is why I I said to you the other day, we didn't lose anything. Kevin McCarthy is not on my team. Kevin McCarthy doesn't believe in anything. I believe it. And I'm using him as a foil, but he's representative of about 70% of Republicans. Was Adam Kinzinger on our team? Was Joe Walsh on our team? These are notable, backstabbing, lying frauds. So what I'd like to do is purge it all. Now, do I think it can happen easily? The, the, the answer is no. But it has to happen based on a principle. And if more and more people said, I will not help my own destruction, I will not help the tyrants and the totalitarian and the corrupt government, I will not support them or pretend I get along with them. I think that's how you change it. You have to ultimately put the stake in the ground. This is the year to put the stake in the ground above none other. This is one. The beauty of Trump at. is he exposed the corruption in the side that the people turn to the ones that we've been articulating for years. The fact of the matter is 80 percent, 70 percent of the Republicans are in on the fraud with the Democrats and it has to end. And the only way it can end I, is by putting the stake in the ground. Now, I get that. But you, you realize what's going to happen. I mean, and no, I, know I, you I have these arguments with Prof be, all the time. You are going to lose. You are going to lose a generation. This is going to be the only time we already lost a generation. Just look at since 2009, $23 trillion on the debt, both Republican and Democrat. We lost the generation. Now, you're the only way you're already paying. Greg, the only way you don't lose 50 generations and the country writ large is by stopping the bleeding. I could have talked to him for a long time, but, you know, it's break time. Capitalism. We'll be back. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM 560, The Answer. Chuck Barham, Freedom Square. And you want to know when I do a Freedom Square commercial, this is how you can put the stake in the ground. Because now the communication between people like us has never been easier and greater. You could do it from your phone. Isn't that right, Chuck Barham? And it's only going to get better in the future, Sean. I can promise you that inside of freedomsquare.com. Thank you for that, that great lead, and I love the softball. Thank well, you. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Um, 74 million people were robbed openly. The, the, in a republic where we're supposed to have representation, the bulk of that representation wanted us to get robbed because they make more money when we lose. That's the game. And ultimately, there's going to have to be a venue. That says, my name is Sean Thompson. 
I live in Florida and I did not vote. Check. And we're going to need a way to audit. You know, I don't I don't have any any uh, illusions that the election, the next one is going to be any more fair than the 2021 ones. But I do think if they're going to stuff Nikki Haley down my throat, I wouldn't vote for that scoundrel any more than I'd vote for the dimwood in diapers. So I want the record to show I'm not voting. So here's my name. Make sure I didn't vote. And that's how I want to audit the vote, because the government that profits from corruption isn't going to do it. No, no. And they're not, they're not going to have your back. That's for sure. Absolutely not. So that's why we're building Freedom Square. Uh, I encourage anybody listening right now to download the app when it's safe to do so. If you're driving, wait till you get home. But you can also go online to freedomsquare.com, create your own personalized dashboard, and start connecting. And, Sean, I want to kind of make a, a good right-hand turn here because it is Veterans Day coming up. And I wanted to let your audience know that we have partnered with Homes for veterans.us home for veterans.us and what i encourage your audience to do is to uh stuff their stockings with freedom this year because freedomsquare.com has its wearable swag line of t-shirts sweatshirts hats i encourage your audience to go to shop.freedomsquare.com that's shop.freedomsquare.com any and all items that are sold from now until uh january 7th we will donate $5 per item back to homesforveterans.us. Do you know what's they nauseating build- when we talk about this subject? Is yeah, that go ahead, bud. There's been so much research done, right? For every actual yeah. veteran. Every veteran from yeah. Vietnam to now. And, and, and you, could, you could end their homelessness. End it all for $4 billion. That's, oh, easily. That's, that's a slippage on one of these corrupt government Joe Biden omnibus nonsense. It's a slippage. Yeah. So I love the idea that it's not going to come. This government is going to take our tax dollars and enrich oligarchs around the world. They're never going to take care of the veterans. The veterans yeah. that are the real patriots and warriors are the useful pawns that are used by the cowards in Washington. So I love the idea of Freedom Square is doing something about this. Yeah, because we, we, we know that we need to do something. So let's have some, you know, at least have a little fun and stuff your stocking with freedom with shop.freedomsquare.com. That's our, that's our store where you can get uh, your Freedom Square t-shirt, Freedom Square sweatshirt, uh, Freedom Square long sleeve t-shirt, Freedom Square hat. But every uh, item that we sell is going to, we're going to put $5 uh, in the coffers for homesforveterans.us where they actually build the homes for you know, they built the wheelchair ramps. They'll put in the walk-in showers. They'll do whatever they can to make the veteran uh, feel safer uh, and healthier Love and it. happier in their own home. So Love we're happy it. to partner with them. And, Sean, I just appreciate all that you do and the truth that you uh, – you spit out every day here on AM560 and just keep up the fight, brother. Oh, I love it. Thank you. And it's because of sponsors like you, I can do it. So I love you right back. And and the main thing is I, I, I am so excited that, that you have a venue where people can have access to guys who are experts in the field because they succeeded in it. And uh, everybody from Tom to Gary Rabine, Sadeka is the finest. And, and, and I love the fact you're building a network of real, an index, a Rolodex that people can't buy. And you're giving it to them for free at Freedom Square. Thank you, brother. You're welcome. And can I just say one thing? I attended, I was down in Palm Beach over the weekend. We attended Job Creators Network's Freedom Fighters Gala. And I'll tell you, the energy in that room is just not a bunch of energy that doesn't happen outside of the room. There's a lot of people around the country that are pissed off and they're ready to get after it. Dude, I, I, you, know, I, you know, Job Creators Network, you know I love Gary Rabine. I mean, that guy, yeah. he, he could totally turn it around himself. Uh, yeah. I, I, I love it. I think it's going to come from that kind of that kind of love and appreciation for the country and the principles of our nation, the ones that are being corrupted by uh, 
of both parties. So I appreciate the effort, brother. You got it, Sean. Enjoy your day. Enjoy the night. And uh, God bless America and God bless our veterans. You too, brother. I'll talk to you later. All right. That's it. We went to the end of the segment. Can't think of a better way to do it. When I get back, we'll uh, cover more of the debate, but I'd rather cover more of the swindle as well. But I guess you can do both when you're talking about establishment Republicans versus corrupt Democrats. And we'll do that when I get back. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little So what we're witnessing before our eyes is America devolving into a banana republic, into a third world collectivism, where oligarchs are making decisions, there is no rule of law, there's insanity. I don't care who you are. You have a right to hire a lawyer who can put objections on the record. You have a right to hire a lawyer who can stand up and say something when they see something wrong. But I was told to sit down today. I was yelled at and I've had a judge who is unhinged slamming a table. Let me be very clear. I don't tolerate that in my life. I'm not going to tolerate it here. Well, that's wonderful. But what happens when our judicial system itself has been infiltrated by such gangsters like in Cook County, how two sitting Cook County family judges are on an LLC with the indicted Ed Burke. What do you do then? Well, I go to an expert, a legal mind like no other. He's an authority on a wide range of issues, including civil rights, civil justice, First Amendment, immigration, rule of law, government reform, not to mention when it comes to election integrity. He is a senior legal fellow at the Heritage Foundation. He is my friend, Hans von Spakovsky. How are you, Hans? Sean, I'm doing just great. Thanks for uh, having me back on the show. Well, it's frustrating because we are standing on the, the, the virtue of law itself, on the rule of law, and the idea it is the shield of the honest man, yet it has become the spear of the totalitarian as if we were El Salvador. So now what? Well, you know, uh, in states where judges are elected, um, People have to pay more attention to those races. And unfortunately, that's an area that's long been uh, neglected. You know, people pay attention to who their state legislator is. They they pay attention to who their member of Congress is. But these judges races, they don't pay much attention to them. And it's really, really important that you elect good judges. And there, there are lots of examples now, unfortunately, of bad people getting into those positions, biased judges, and that's a problem that we we have to solve. Yeah, I mean, you're talking to a Chicagoan, we know all about it, but the reality is when you see the hopelessness, kind of, in a certain way, when you see law being used as a weapon against lawyers, and now I, 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 I was lucky enough to meet Jenna Ellis. We have a function every year. In fact, we have it this Saturday, and it's a, it's, it's a summit, a freedom summit. And I was able to, uh, either last year or the year before, I met Jenna Ellis. And what a wonderful young girl. You know, and I, I immediately liked her like a sister, like a kid. And you see her starting out and her intentions and her character. And now you see her going through the mill and leveraged. And then all of a sudden, the, the rumor is now that she's been uh, 
she pled guilty and she agreed to testify. Well, this to me is the destruction of the principle of my country. Because lawyers have lawyer-client privilege, number one. Number two, I'm not quite sure what any of them did wrong. But I know now, because I'm from a neighborhood, where this kind of misuse of, of justice in law is used to have people make up things to indict other people. Is that what's going to happen in Georgia? And is that what's going to happen in the rest of uh, the Trump cases? Well, it's already happened in those cases. Um, I, look, you, you, you know, I've written analyses of, uh, for example, the Georgia case and the abuse of indictment that was handed down there. And that, that is a real problem. Um, Fannie Willis, the local DA, is a unethical, biased partisan, but she's getting away with what she's doing because uh, neither the Bar Association in Georgia nor um, the Supreme Court is doing anything to check her and to stop what she's doing. Look, she, in her indictment, it's about 100 pages, um, she is trying to criminalize First Amendment protected activity. And that's, that is a real problem, and it's a real abuse of the system. You know, Hans, uh, these counties are all the same. Fulton County in Georgia is very similar to Cook County in Illinois. They're infiltrated by organized mafia posing as a political party. And, th- and, and unfortunately, there is no lone ranger. There is no knight. There is no one coming to save you. So in these circumstances, who should be coming to save, if not uh, 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 these individuals who are being leveraged, like Jenna Ellis, who's coming to save the integrity in American law? Isn't this a point now where the federal government should say, enough is enough? Or, Or can you infiltrate the federal government like you can these counties? Well, that's already happened in the uh, U.S. Justice Department, as you as you well know. It's just um, this, I always thought it would be hell, there would be some barrier, there would be something. Well, I'll tell you what would make start to make a difference is if in the next election you actually get a president in office who is willing, able, uh, and has frankly uh, the the uh, fortitude, bravery. To, to risk all the criticism he's going to get from the mainstream media and go into the U.S. Justice Department and clean house. Start firing. I mean, for just a quick example. Absolutely every FBI agent, because remember, the FBI is part of the Justice Department. Every single agent, supervising agent, manager, inside justice, inside um, FBI, who was involved, in the huge hoax investigation of the supposed Russia-Trump uh, collusion in, in the 2016, like every single one of those individuals should have been fired long ago and should be out the door of the Justice Department. Um, all of the individuals that the whistle, remember, we've had a whole series of whistleblowers talking about how lawyers inside DOJ and folks inside FBI did everything they could to prevent the investigation of Hunter Biden and the Biden family. Oh, it's, it's outrageous. Hans, it's outrageous. It, it is. And every single one of those employees inside DOJ and FBI should be terminated. That's not going to happen 
unless you get in a president who's willing to, to do that. The other thing is you have to get in a party of uh, of opposition to government supremacy. And the the sickening part, Hans, is that most people think of 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 Congress and the presidency as if it were a, a private citizen. And in order to impeach a president, you have to have a case and you have to bring this. The reality is that's nonsense. You could impeach this president a year and a half ago. We could have impeached him. The reality is the evidence is there, this investigation. And to me, it feels like a campaign campaign fundraiser what the Republicans are doing. We're going to have an impeachment inquiry. I mean, how much evidence do we need? There's been three books written about the laptop. We've got hundreds of thousands of, of communications. We've got bank deposits. The reality is the Republicans, they're not really interested in stopping it, or they could have impeached them a year ago, couldn't they have? Well, remember, you're talking about a House that's got over 500 members, and the problem is in the House that Look, you've got some really good people there, people who are willing to do that. But there are also large numbers of elected representatives who aren't willing to do that. And and so I, I'm not going to, Sean, I'm not going to sit here and say every member of the House is bad and isn't interested in doing that, because I know that's not true. Of course not. The problem is we don't, we don't have enough. Uh, frankly, the the good people, the real conservatives, the ones who believe in principles, who are willing to go after. You don't uh, have to think you're going to win in the executive branch. You don't have to think you're going to win to stand up for a principle. And, you know, that's the one thing about Democrats who I agree with on nothing. Look at how many times, how many times did they impeach Trump? Look at how fast they promised to impeach him. And they started the action when they were the minority. They, the, right. the, the Congress started the action. They were the minority. When Trump won, he had the Republicans this and the Republicans that. In the meantime, at a certain point, people, whether they are, are, are involved the way I am and they study it all the time, or just when you see Joe Biden, who instinctively you can determine is not only unfit, but now that we have the, the evidence is now in the mainstream media, clearly an asset of the Communist Party. So you have you're disenfranchising Americans. And I'm wondering, do you think that Washington, D.C. knows how pathetic it looks to the decent Americans that may not have been engaged always, may not have even voted? But now what you've done to those people such as myself and the people who have some knowledge, I mean, I'm willing to to, to venture a guess that 70 percent of this country is completely disgusted with the government. Oh, I think that's true. I mean, what 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 was the. uh... I think the last time I saw a poll on the approval rating of Congress, it was like in the teens. It was like 12 or 13 percent. Yeah. So, yeah, pe- people are pretty tired of that. But look, they're they're facing so many other problems, you know, in inflation, a bad economy, the highest gas prices they've they've ever paid. I mean, we, we are in a crisis mode. In in so many areas of the law, including, as you know, a totally open, unsecure border that yeah. the, the administration, they that they want it that way. And this is the part where you see them constantly beat the drum of of plausible deniability. Well, we need Congress to pass laws. The reality is the laws have been in place to handle this oh, yeah. problem for 50 years, if not longer. It's the inability and the and, or, or the outright refusal. For, for government to basically enforce laws. But here's my question to you, because you're an expert in this field. What happens to Border Patrol? If they enforce the laws, what happens? 
Because ultimately, do we have not a system of imprisonment at the border? Well, what I will say to you is, is that uh, the border can be secured. And all you have to do is look at what happened during the four years of the Trump administration. Look, I, you know, whatever criticism you may have of Trump, the, the one thing he definitely did was he said, look, we're going to enforce our immigration laws. And if you look at the numbers during the during the Trump administration, the number of people making across the border went steadily down. Oh, yeah. Went steadily down. And it's because they were actually doing things like building a wall, putting in the remain in Mexico policy, getting rid of the catch and release policy. The, the reason in the two years now, three uh, going on three years of the uh, Biden administration, we've had the largest numbers of illegal aliens come across the border in in our entire history. Why? Because they reversed everything the prior administration was doing and basically said, we are not going to enforce our immigration law. So it's a it's a problem that can be solved if if you have someone in the White House who says we're going to do this. And right now we have someone who who says we're not going to do it. Well, you know, what's interesting, Hans, is that if you and you, you know, you're an expert in immigration laws. I, I've studied it throughout the years, and I'm well aware that before 1913, we didn't have any immigration laws. You got here, and uh, the guys at Ellis Island felt like letting you in. They let you in. If uh, they didn't, they sent you downstream, and you got half of the people went to Argentina or, or other areas. The reality is this wouldn't even be an issue if we didn't ultimately, I mean immediately, Turn this into a benefits package. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. You know, people go, well, why are they coming? Why wouldn't you come? You show up. You got right. the family here. Next thing you know, you're, you're living like a millionaire back in your third world hellhole. Why wouldn't you come here? And it reminds me of the first week when he, uh, he put Kamala Harris in charge of the immigration czar, which, by the way, her nickname on this show is whistleblower. Anyway, when he put her in charge of immigration, she took $1.5 billion and she went to Central and South America. What'd you do with the money? Where's the oversight? Because what it looks like to a guy like me, when you when you see Democrat areas that profit immensely from this kind of so-called emergency, you got Chicago cuts a hundred million dollar deal with one company, right? They kick back 30 percent to the politicians. They overcharge the people 400,000 for a nurse and nobody's the wiser. Ultimately, what I believe happened is she paid these corrupt governments to export their people rather than any kind of lipstick on a pig program. We're going to solve their problems with our money, because this looks to me like a very strategic, very intended and induced problem that pays these Democrat hellholes that were bankrupt anyway. You know, sanctuary cities. Well, the one thing we know for sure is that the huge amount of money that she paid out certainly it solved the problem in fact the numbers started going up uh from those uh, countries and the and the number of aliens coming into the country and and you know uh if if we don't get this under control uh we are gonna we're gonna lose our nation uh the way we know it well i love the fact that at least you're out there and you're you've been doing this for years <clears throat> and that's the last question i'm going to ask you for years you've been doing it. You were there before there was even something called the Tea Party. I remember watching you in the 90s when Bill Clinton did a speech in 1995 that made 
everybody happy because he talked about solving this particular problem. But ultimately, the Democrats have learned the best profiteer for government, the best the best uh, uh, problem they have is an emergency. And when there's an emergency, the people surrender. They give the very entity that failed more money and more power. So when you step back and you look back at the career you've been involved in and the resistance to it by the Republicans, ultimately, have you come to the conclusion that all of these issues we face are, in fact, the intention and the goal of politicians? Well, I certainly think uh, liberals and the Democratic Party, their goal is to have an unsecure border. And uh, they like uh, the government spending too much money. I mean, their ultimate goal is to turn us into their perverted view of a socialist utopia. And and everything they do is, is geared towards that. I like Mike Johnson very much, and I don't know him, but I do know I like anybody that stands for something uh, based in Americanism. And it looks to me like he is our best chance at having somebody who is truly steeped in American principles and thinks about the people versus somebody who is an establishment profiteer. Do you get that feeling from him? Yeah, yeah, no, I think you're right. And the fact that he is being unfairly and mercilessly attacked by the Washington Post and the New York Times uh, and MSNBC, that should tell you that he's actually a good guy. Yeah, my grandmother used to say that. Don't tell me who your friends are. For me to tell you who you are, tell me who your enemies are, and I'll tell you who you are. He is Hans von. Right about that. Yes, Hans von Spakovsky and the Heritage Foundation. You are my friends, and I love the Heritage Foundation because you are consistent in your fight against the Leviathan. I appreciate you for making time for me. Are you enjoying the hoodie by any chance, and are you wearing it? I I have it. It's in, in fact, I, I I wore it, and I uh, I just put it down the laundry chute in my house so that we can get it washed. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you, Hans von Spakovsky, for making time for me. I appreciate it. I will do it anytime. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye. We'll be back with your calls and comments. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on the Sean Thompson Show on AM five sixty. The answer. AM five sixty. And I want to say this to the television audience. I made my mistakes, but in all of my years of public life, I have never profited, never profited from public service. I- you know, it's hysterical. You have this old whore since the 80s in a DuPont mansion, a bust out, never worked in his life. And you see the assets and you see the light and you hear the admissions by the dimwit himself the absolute admissions of corruption and for some reason he's still the problem what are you gonna do we're gonna do the lesser of two evils this has to bring you to the only conclusion somebody can come to who thinks they got us just where they want us there is no change in sight the Trillions of dollars that is thrown on the backs of the people will always be a weapon of extortion against only the honest. Anybody have Je- George Soros? Now, here's a guy giving how much? What? What do you, what do you give? Seven billion, eight billion to politicians. Makes his, what taxes has George Soros? We got any tax receipts for this idiot scumbag? Oh, he's not American. No kidding. 
but you can give to a foreign entity, a foreign country, and you nobody pays any taxes on it. It's the perfect freaking scam. I mean, I, I'm almost mad I didn't get in on it. But, you know, I'd have to shave in the morning. And I don't know how you look at your face when you support these mafia guys. I really don't. And, you know, it's funny. He's here in the UAW. And I, I know a thousand union workers. I don't know one scumbag that would chant for his friends to get fired so he could get in on an inside deal. And, and to, to get that, he had to vote for a whore like Joe Biden. I don't know one. It's outrageous. Cream Puff Jim, you're one of them guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah you Democrat Moms of Liberty, where do they go to? Moms of Liberty. Now, you're talking about that Jerry from? Falwell's wife who likes to get leapfrogged by pool boys? Which one are you talking about? Moms of Liberty, there's some group, a goofy group that goes in and throws up, uh, school meetings up for grabs, it goes to library. Oh, those are just, oh, what you're talking about are moms that don't want their, their girls to to shower with guys like you. Is that what you mean? Is that, don't they have anything to do? Don't they work 40 hours a week? Oh, <laughs> come on, Cream Puff Jim. You don't think, you don't think we've pretty, got a few. They've they got to be pretty happy. You don't think we've got a few people in on the ghost jobs such as yourself? Come on. Of course you got people to do that. Moms of Liberty, if he's complaining about it, is a good group. If it was some Marxist front organization like Antifa, they'd be anti-fascism the whole time promoting fascism. You see, you got to keep your eyes on these Democrats. And the fact is, they have no shame. Anybody that voted for this dimwit in diapers, you should do everybody a favor and just shut up. Go stand in the corner like the half-assed gangster you are and wait for your checks. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM 560. The answer. Because I'm going to be a cowboy, baby. With a top left and the sunshine shining. Cowboy, baby. What's the, uh, was the whistleblower? Squirrel? Was the whistleblower on this tri- trip? Is he bringing her along to get some? Oh, you get some money, you bring the whistleblower. I don't mean Cory Bush. You know, you remember what Cory Bush. If you think you might commit sexual assault, always carry a whistle. When you find yourself about to commit sexual assault, blow the whistle until someone else stops you. I'll tell you what, she's almost as stupid as that mayor in Dalton. I love it. Uh, in the meantime, what do we got going on locally? We got Ed Burke's trial. Oh, no. Oh, his lawyers got the cold. Jan's Mike Lowe has the latest from the Dirksen Federal Building. Good afternoon. The Ed Burke trial had already been delayed by nearly five years because of the pandemic. Now, because of COVID-19, it'll be delayed for at least another week. Take your time. Drinks are on the house. Ed Burke and his wife, Ann, left the Dirksen Federal Building wearing masks today after an attorney. You should wear masks. You're a couple of thieves. What did she graduate law school at 40? Next thing you know, she's the head of the Illinois Supreme Court. Merely a coincidence. In the meantime, what's the ramifications of this? Are your tax dollars being spent responsibly? Well, a Chicagoland representative says, nope, they are not. No kidding. $91,000 a month for an empty lot. And what are they going to do with it? They're going to put illegal aliens there. No wonder the illegal aliens are chanting Joe Biden's name. Biden! 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 Biden!
Now, wrong. <laughs> I hope Trump uses that as a campaign commercial. You want to solve the illegal alien problem? And now, got some good news. Some good news. The people who are sucking up billions and billions of tax dollars who've never paid into the system, well, welcome aboard, third world savages. Happening tomorrow, a pilot program begins to give migrants who are living in shelters permits to work in the United States. An applicant. I can't wait till they get that first check. Oh, and they realize how much goes to keeping their fellows intense for 91,000 a month program tomorrow will help process 150 migrants. NBC5's Courtney Sisk breaks down how the process will... 150? We have like uh, 40,000? 150, get some work. Okay, good. Well, there's the the most likely not to vote for the mafia. David and Lansing. Hey, Sean. Uh, Great show. Thank you. You know, uh, you were talking about the Dalton mayor. I go through Dalton all the time, and I have some local knowledge about two building projects in Dalton. All right, hit me. Is it, is it going to be better than the 91 G's for an empty lot to two half-fast wise guys? Is it going to be better than that? Uh, I, I can't say that it will, but, um, there, uh, okay, first of all, I'd like to say I support the fine men and women of the Dalton police. <laughs> Here's a guy uh, that drives through. Yeah, yeah well, me too. Not you fat-ass wannabes who are her, her special posse that just drive her around like the 130 coppers that drive around this big Lori Lightfoot in Chicago. Go ahead. Okay. But there was a, uh, there's a rec center. It was finished about a year and a half, two years ago in Dalton. They used it for about six months, closed it down, and now it says Dalton Police Station – but for about, I don't know, a year. But nobody's, nobody's going in and out of there. I don't know what the story is there. That's kind of weird. Oh, it's a private gentleman's I, I club. You. you didn't hear about it? Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure. I think they, I, I'll bet you a dollar to a donut there may or may not be. I don't know for sure. May or may not be video games there. And if there are, okay. there'll be an Illinois Republican you can tra- trace it back to who dropped them off. In the meantime, David and Lansing, you've inspired the city of Chicago with a new idea. All of the illegal aliens to the empty buildings in Dalton. Why not? The people are paying for it. And it's Bubba Gump shrimp for everybody. The bill is on the house. Tony in Riverside. Hey, Sean. $303 um, at Bubba Gump. I love it. What the hell are you doing idea, there? They'll sell you 5,000 crawfish for fourteen ninety nine. Go ahead. Uh, Senator Blackburn subpoenaed Jeffrey Epstein's estate to the flight logs. Yeah, I saw. Today. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, here's a little interesting tidbit, the Lolita Express, the plane, has been yeah. has been dry docked. They stripped the engines because the engines are are what's a lot of money. They're, you know, they're half a million apiece because he had the huge jet. It was like Air Force One. And it's all discoed out in like the 1980s motif with the shag carpeting. It looks like that movie where Burt Reynolds made his comeback. Ooh, Remember that God. movie where, with Roller Girl? Yeah, what the hell yeah, was the I name remember. of that movie? Yeah. I forget now. I forgot the damn name. But anyway, the whole motif of the plane is like that, and it's going up for auction. Private auction. So you can buy the Lolita Express. And I wonder if Ooh. you get the logs with it. Because I think there was that prince, was there, wasn't that prince there, the, 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 the queen's nephew, the inbred queen's nephew? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prince oh. Andrew. Yeah, Prince Andrew. Sure, massaging young girls. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Go ahead. We'll see you later. Right. <laughs> Thank Bye, you. Sean. Yeah, sure. Drive around in Jeffrey Epstein's plane. You you know, I mean, I'm sure he committed suicide. 
Craig in Mount Greenwood. Sure he did. Hey, Sean. He committed suicide hey, and Joe Biden got 81 million votes. What else do you want to know? Oh, and Obamacare is going to lower your costs. Go ahead. You're right on the money. And I'll tell you what, if there's anybody in the audience that doesn't uh, understand what you're talking about with the RNC and the, the uh, corruption and cowardice and stupidity of this RNC and the Republicans that wrote it in the uh, Mc, uh, don't worry about her she's going to be christ on the next planet with her uncle go ahead he's got the state-run nbc (laughs) doing the debate i mean anybody who doesn't see all the all the 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 disgrace rottenness of this party yeah how on earth you have the state-run media uh, people, the same people that were giving uh, Trump a hard time four years ago and, uh, and not letting him talk and lying and not letting him bring up the laptop. And they're the ones back here again. Craig, I want, uh, you, to, I want you to take solace in the oligarchs that are ruining your party and ruining your chances to fight off the Leviathan. I want you to take just a little bit of solace in knowing when you go to bed tonight, at least they are wearing burlap magic underpants. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Still on tour. Man, oh man, you want to live to be a thousand years old. Run for the Senate or put a band together. In the meantime, it's obvious that this is not just Democrat failure. See, that's the illusion the Democrat mafia wants you to have. They're just trying real hard. Hang on. When the reality is they're traitors. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot, 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 excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping traveling. That's when he decided to become a traitor. He was only a traitor to domestic frauds. Before he became an asset of the Chinese Communist Party. We have the canceled checks to prove it. But is it really that different from Democrats from coast to coast, from sea to shining sea? Is it really that different from Illinois' very own slob, butter-handed trust fund baby Pritzker? He partners and gives our tax dollars in in a state that's broke, can't exist without stealing money from the federal government, intended for the people, stealing it to fund their phony schemes. And now he gives $8 billion to Goshen, a Chinese Communist Party energy company that has been enriched because of Biden's policies in Washington, D.C. But the real payoff is local. And the dimwit, either in diapers or the one who can't figure out what the calories mean on the back of a hostess package called Pritzker, have sold out the people of Illinois to a Chinese Communist company. I want you to have some more hope. And solace. Your neighbors in Michigan, they took matters into their own hands. It's an election story you will only see here on News Nation. We're the only network covering it. The town board approved a deal for a massive battery plant that would have brought thousands of jobs and tens of millions of dollars in investment. The town board approved the deal, which didn't set well with the town folk. They didn't like the company's ties to the Communist Chinese Party. News Nation's Brian Enton has been following this story from the very Beginning, it, what amazes me, Brian, the governor wouldn't stand up to the Chinese, the state legislature wouldn't stand up to the Chinese, the town board wouldn't stand up to the Chinese, but the citizens did. Yeah, Leland, everybody sort of laughed at these these citizens, these regular American people for the last uh, six months to a year, uh, and they ended up winning. They ousted their entire local government. We're in the town hall right now, Leland. It's kind of bizarre because it's all empty. Everybody packed up. 
that was elected and left last night. Uh, you see the treasurer's office uh, is empty. There's going to be someone new that moves in, the clerk. Uh, she's been here today going through all the boxes. Now, do you know why they asked him? Because treason is a violation of the oath of these so-called elected representatives. It's treason to commingle with the Communist Party, to be an asset, to be bribed, you know, who some are giving money to tonight so he can be the president again in a fake way, let alone the governor of Illinois. You have recourse here. You just have to start telling the truth. So let's start real small. And let's start in uncomfortable positions, whether it's women in your life who tell you that it's okay to kill their babies, or it's frauds who pretend to be blue-collar backbone of America, not the ones that can compete with the honest workers, but the UAW ones, and let them know. They didn't get a loan, or they didn't get an agreement from a, a company. They got a payoff through an entity that shouldn't exist in the first place. Let's bring in Paul Jacobson, CFO of General Motors. Uh, Paul, thanks for joining us today. Uh, you guys have just announced a new $6 billion line of credit, essentially to give you guys a little more flexibility, financial flexibility, uh, as the strike grinds on. You didn't get anything from the company. You didn't get any profits. You got it from we the people. Like the whole reason that phony company still exists. So start telling the truth. Stop going along with the lie or compromising with principles. It's time to throw out the scallywags. I'll be back in 21 hours to make them squirm again. Hey, Biden! You dimwit in diapers, you're not fooling me. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 